Coming up on Guys Talking Sports, we talk about Aaron Judge and his record-setting 60-second home run. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that and all the MLB. I'm wondering if Aaron Judge should be the sole runner for the MVP race. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. We also talk a little bit of the NBA, what's going on this season. And we also give our thoughts on the NFL and talk about Tua Tonga Lova and the concussion protocol and how it affects um, the players in the NFL going forward. My co-host, nice and smooth, Adrian Catwell and Earl Ross join me on Guys Talking Sports. And that begins right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Guys Talking Sports. We appreciate all the love and support out there. We have a lot to talk about. So without further ado, let's get into it. Got one of my co-hosts, Ace, with me. The other co-host should be joining us smooth. He'll be joining us shortly. But for now, I got Ace with me. So what's going on, sir? How's everything going, man? Man, it's Friday. Or should I say Friday? And I'm off on Monday, during the day, and I have to work Monday evening, so that kind of sucks. And I got work tomorrow, too. So for all y'all out there, the y'all youngins that are listening to this, yeah, go out there and get that true education so you don't have to sit here and work twice as hard as I do. So you can sit there, work that one job, do what you need to do, and live life and have fun. But I just think I like money, so I don't know. Man, who cares? Anyway, let's talk some sports, man. Let's talk some sports. <laughs> yeah, let's get it in. Let's get it in. We have a lot to talk about. So let's start off with one of the best and a record being broken as Aaron Judge hit his 60, 62nd home run, um, breaking Roger Maris's record, being the all-time home run king in the American League. So I just want to get your thoughts because I know you are a diehard Yankees fan in regards to how much this means to Yankees all fans all over the world about Aaron Judge and hit the position that he's in right now for your New York Yankees. Uh shout out to Aaron Judge. It's 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 hard it's a hard game out there to sit there and hit 62 home runs. Uh especially when you're under the premise that you did it clean versus the era from the 98, you know, the, the late 90s, the early 2000s. Uh, shout out to that era, too, because in my mind, y'all did it the way it was supposed to be done, too, regardless of the situation. So, mad respect to Sosa, McGuire, and Bonds. Y'all still home run champs in my book, too. I don't give a damn if you, whatever the hell y'all took. They ain't got nothing to do with me. It wasn't in the rule books. It wasn't banned. Y'all are good. If it were up to me, everybody would be just living life right now, living a vida loca, and everybody just, you know, Bonds would have his gold jacket. You know what I'm saying? So, but you got these baseball purists out there that believe that, you know, you got to be clean and you got to do this and you got to do that. I'm like, come on, man. I'm like, the ba- baseball ain't never been clean. This is about as clean as baseball's ever been. So, yes, Judge deserves all the recognition, all the love that he's getting because he did it and he did it the right way. And I doubt that he's going to go out there and do something different and make it so that, you know, we his, his, his success and his achievement will be clouded anyway. I seriously doubt that. But in the same sense, you know, what's to stop all the other BS? Appreciate what Judge did, but let's appreciate what 
Sosa, McGuire, and Bonds did back in the you know in the early night late nineties, early two thousands. Because if they didn't do what they did, baseball wouldn't be where it is right now. So you got to pay respect to those who came before Judge. It's like Judge still recognized Bond is the Bonds is the home run king. So Judge, we love you, the Yankees fan, all the way down here in, in, in Oriole country. I can't stand Baltimore Orioles, by the way. I can't. Y'all suck. I don't care if y'all got a 31-game better win streak this year than last year. Y'all still suck. Y'all still be behind and beneath the Yankees every step of the way. Prove me wrong. Come out next year swinging like y'all did this year and let the Yankees spank that ass again. Come on. Bring it. I'm bringing the smoke. I'm bringing the smoke all the way to 2023. And we ain't there yet. Come on. Judge ain't going nowhere. Well, at least I pray he ain't going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that too. Like you really sounded that confident, right? The Yankees better bring, you know, the Yankees better bring like four or five brink trucks and just bag it up to the door and be like, "Look, just take whatever you need out of these trucks. Don't worry about it. We'll cover the bill. Don't worry, we got you." You know, because he deserved. I mean, he went out there and he did exactly. He turned down a two hundred and something million dollar contract, went out there on a show and prove. He showed, he proved, he earned, and he damn near deserves every last red cent that he's gonna get, whether it's from the Yankees or somebody else who's willing to give it to him. So I, I'm not mad at all. You know, if he if this was if this postseason the last time I see him in the Yankee pinstripes, my man went out with a bang. So I just gotta give love to my man. He did his thing. He was patient, you know. It was frustrating to kind of see how long it took between the sixty, uh, the sixty, uh, the sixty-first and the sixty-second, I should say, you know. But yeah, that was he, <laughs> right. He managed to do it. He just missed the triple, uh, the triple crown. Uh, but my man had a monster season, and he deserves MVP. No, no, nothing away from Shohei Otani. He had a hell of a season, you know, considering he did the best of both pitching and hitting. And, but bottom line is nobody saw this type of season come from anybody. And you got to be hard pressed not to sit there and name him MVP for this year. So again, kudos as a Yankees fan, but this is just some straight up, just, you could have been a freaking, uh, I don't know, Cleveland Indian or, or a Texas Ranger or whomever to do something like this. And I got to give you kudos, kudos and props because what he did ain't easy. And he went out there and and did it masterfully and 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 did it in his stride. And he was very humble. And you know he said all the right things. So I just hope the Yankees do do right by him and just after the season just treat that man like royalty and just do what you need to do. That's all I got to say. <laughs> uh, but let me ask you a question. I mean, I get where you're coming from, but mm-hmm. let me ask you a question. Do you think that? Him being labeled the MVP, do you think it's because of the at not? Um, do you think that it's only about the home runs that he hit, or do you think it's the um the added pressure of being in a contract season and the fact that the Yankees are winning? Do you think that it, it, there would be MVP conversation if it was just about the home runs? Let's say, for example, the Yankees weren't on or in the playoffs or let's say like they were just you know out of the playoffs or a below winning team um do you think that that would matter overall 
where if he still hit the amount of the home runs that he hit, you think that that would still um, equal his chances to be an MVP candidate? Good question. Um, That kind of brings into play with Shohei Otani. You know, the Angels ain't really – the Angels didn't make the playoffs. Obviously, they were not even close to the playoffs, but he he also had a historic season based off the stats that he gave off for pitching and, you know, his, his hitting, which was still monumental considering, you know, he hit 30 plus home runs and drove in so many RBIs and his batting average was, oh, um, his batting average is about 260, 270. So that's about average for a, uh, a position player, but considering he's still pitching every five days and, Still coming out there and doing what he's doing. That's to be celebrated. That's to be uh, that's to be acknowledged and say that ain't no other player out there doing it like he's doing it right now. But being that it may, you know, being saying all that, you sit there and you say MVP, which is most valuable player. If you look at Shohei Otani, you look at Judge. The Angels weren't doing nothing. You you take. Aaron Judge off the Yankees. Do the Yankees make the playoffs? And I say that because hmm. if the Angels were in a situation where making the playoffs and they did, despite all their injuries, and this is this hypothetical, if they did all that, because Trout went down and pitching went down, so obviously their season just went downhill. If they were in a situation where they made the playoffs, and barring all the injuries that they had, and oh, Shohei Itani still did what he did, and Judge did what he did, based on the same scenario, I think you would really have to think about it long and hard about the pitching aspect that you know that the Angels might have uh, dealt with, meaning that pitchers went down and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas Judge, he's not a pitcher, and the Yankees had a lot of pitching issues. The Yankees had a lot of position players that went down, especially, you know, once the second half's hit. Without Judge, it's obvious that the Yankees wouldn't make the playoffs. So if you're looking for the most valuable player, if you take him off the Yankees with everything that went on, the Yankees don't make the playoffs. So it's it's, it's clear choice. I saw a stat on Bleacher Report mm-hmm. where Aaron Judge statistically – was number one in any in every offensive category except for batting average. Batting average. And that wasn't the American League. That was all of baseball. Mm-hmm. All of baseball. And he came in fifth for all of baseball with a batting average. I'm sorry. Otani had a hell of a season, but you're talking about he's the number one offensive juggernaut in all of baseball? You can't deny that man at MVP. You just can't. And, uh, and and I think that's really what it boils down to. Um, overall, like you said, no one has done what he's done at this particular junction. So um, I can't see anybody else getting it and being deserved, um, Otani included, at this point. Um, but at least we know now that he gets to show and prove, and now his goals is as much as the Yankees' goal is to now um, win that pennant. So I think everybody at this point is that baseball fever. And I think that's something that right now is 
very good for baseball because mm-hmm. the playoffs are now here. So, but now that we know that, um, and I would like to bring in my other co-host with me, Smooth, um, the joining to the fray, because I know that he wants to, I know he wants to talk about the effect that of Aaron Judge's monumental, uh, <laughs> monumental uh, historic run and the home run now, the home run AL King. So I want to get your thoughts about Aaron Judge as well. Um, I asked Ace this question, and first of all, I'll give, ask you for your thoughts about Aaron Judge um, be, um, ah, hitting six, 62. I also want to get your thoughts in regards to um, just overall what you think in regards to his run and if by any chance will he win the MVP. Um, let me rephrase that. Do you think that he would have won the MVP if he didn't be in a position that he was in right now as far as hitting the home runs, uh, being a home run king? Uh, well, I'll answer the first question. Um, I think it's definitely a, a great accomplishment for him. Um, it definitely puts up the um, season home run king debate. Um, you're going to have some people that are going to say, you know, regardless of Barry Bonds and, you know, the whole speculation around steroids, even though he was never formally charged or never formally um, outed specifically with any specific information, he took drugs, but you know, I guess everybody can say that you can see. Um, but I mean, it's a great accomplishment. He he got sixty two. I didn't even think he was actually going to get sixty one the way he was uh went on that cold spell. So um, yeah. he got sixty two. He got the home run um the AL <laughs> home run um home run record. Um, so for him, this is good. Um, he bet on himself and. Um, this season has definitely, uh, been a really great season. One of the great seasons in all of baseball, um, as far as winning the MVP without the home run, that's, that's up for debate. Um, there was a lot of people that might say Shohei Otani might've been up for it, um, because he pitches as well as hits. Um, but the numbers for judge don't lie. He came real close to getting the triple crown. Um, if you got a triple crown, there would have been no debate, in my opinion. I don't think there's much debate now because um, Shohei Otani's team is not in the playoffs. And if it wasn't for Judge for like the last two months stretch, he kept that team afloat. Um, so without him, you take him out there, you take out his home runs, the Yankees will make the postseason, um, or my opinion, or at least they'll get in as a, they may get in as a wild card. So, um, so I would say without the home runs and this level of play, maybe not, but you can't scoff at what he did. And he's probably going to win it um, with maybe some people going for Shohei Otani. If he would have got the triple crown, he came damn close. <laughs> yeah. I, not, I'm not going to say there would have been no debate, but it would have been hard to really deny him. But I think he's still going to win it this year. I agree. I agree with you on that. Um think overall it's just that it's just a matter of now by how much <laughs> if anything um and if Shohei Otani gets the how much votes of Shohei Otani will get um overall um but yeah kudos to Aaron Judge for doing his thing um <laughs> the, the 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 quest from 61 to 62 was kind of funny because the amount of people like was like 
the anticipation was, I guess, um, especially on sports, New York sports media was pins and needles, <laughs> bottom line, um, especially up here. But, dude, congratulations to him, of course. Um, and we know that now the MLB playoffs are here, so we'll definitely talk more MLB as the time comes. Uh, but let's move on to the NFL. Uh, let's talk about what happened. First and foremost, we should talk about um, last week of our picks, of our pickup game uh, from last week. Um, and the pickup game was, of course, Kansas City versus Tampa Bay. And uh, I believe, yeah, so um, we, um, Ace and I picked, of course, Kansas City. And Smooth, unfortunately, picked Tampa Bay. Uh, so I'm just happy I got my first win. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic about that, <laughs> but we could talk about, yeah. And ACE is two and oh, um, <laughs> just gonna let that, just let that, you know, but but and, I, as, and I believe I'm, oh, I believe I'm oh and two. Yes, you are. <laughs> really? I thought you was one and one. He picked, uh, he picked Buffalo and he picked, oh. uh, Tampa Bay. Oh, wow. Oh. Okay. I mean, um, in, in, in any other week, those would be some solid picks, but nah, he sucks. Oh, wow. Don't, um, don't, go, to, okay. don't go gamble Damn. with him. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, okay. Um, let's, let's, let's get into last Last week's conversation, we talked about um, a little bit in regards to Tua Tungalova, um, of course, being injured. Come to find out, of course, he had a concussion. And um, now we heard the reports about how this came about and how he shouldn't have played in last week's game. So let me get your thoughts in general about um, this whole situation with Tua Tungalova, um and this whole concussion um, protocol that happened because now we realize that um, last night's game, I keep forgetting the guy's name. Uh, Niles. Uh, Niles Ward. Uh, what's no. What's that? Niles Paul? Uh um, well, there was there was another injury to the courts. I mean, there was a concussion injury to the Indianapolis Colts running back. Um, but let's start with Tua Tungalova. Niles Hines. Hines. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. But let's start with Tua Tungalova and the reports there. Um, let me get your thoughts on this whole ordeal of how this came about. And let me get your thoughts on this whole concussion protocol, whether or not he should have even played last week's game. I let um, the man come first. Oh, th- oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. Um, I think it was clear to anybody with with with, with eyes that when you saw hit, um, when he got hit um, the game prior to um, last Thursday on Sunday that he looked like he was pretty concussed. Um, even though they're going to try to write it off as saying it was his back and his ankle, I mean, he looked like he was definitely out of it. Um, I don't know what kind of concussion protocols they had. I know it's being investigated by the um, NFLPA. Um, but in my opinion, he should have been playing. I mean, there was not that was too much of a short turnaround window for him to be, you know, get hit, have those symptoms. Or, no, I'm sorry, let me phrase that. Not have them symptoms, but to get hit, look like he did, um, and then come back and play on Thursday night. That was just too short of a turnaround time. And obviously the the doctor that, you know, cleared him was fired. <laughs> um, there's going to be a lot of questions that are going to need to be answered. Um, probably a lot more people or peoples will probably have to fall on the sword, but I don't think he should have been playing. Um, 
but you know it's and he's probably can contest you know contest this as well you know still that old school mentality you know when playing football you know are you hurt or are you injured <clears throat> if you're not injured and you, you look like you just got you know trying to get the cobwebs out you want to go back in the game and play i mean even if you think you may but if you believe that you can probably still go, you're going to go out. And this still goes on even to this day. A lot of cats don't want to go out because if you get if you get concussed, you might not be playing for, you know, the next game. I don't know how the money affects, um, you know, you're playing or I know it's going to have to affect how many snaps you got for incentives or how many plays you get for incentives. But a lot of guys don't want to come out. Um, and so it was a bad look. Um, it was a very scary look. And um you know, I am. Um, I'm hoping, you know, his he's good and that he can actually play. Not soon, but his career won't be stifled. He won't have any long term problems. But in my opinion, he should not have been playing. I <clears throat> I concur those uh, those comments, and I agree with everything that Earl said. Um, I, you know, I played ball. Mind you, was. You know, I could consider myself the, the Al Bundy of playing for high school, minus the four touchdowns in <laughs> <of> one game. <laughs> but I did play high school football. And, you know, there are those differences when you sit there and say that you're injured versus you're hurt, you know. And it should have been this clear as day when he got up, shook his head, and then he just kind of took that tumble straight back to the ground like, yeah, something ain't right. And you know, obviously we weren't there on the on the Dolphin sideline. We don't know what the doctor said. We don't know the questions. But somebody should have just had the better, you know, the 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 authority to sit there and say, like, nah, 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 sit. You know, and let's worry about this later. I mean, granted, it was a big win. Uh, the Dolphins beat the Ravens that week. And, you know, Tua had a lot to do with that. But in the same sense, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so it was just like like Earl said, it was just a bad look all the way around. And and at this point, I'm not saying they need to to sit Tua down for the rest of the season, but to sit there and to speculate when Tua come back, Tua shouldn't come back. It's this week five. Tua shouldn't come back to at least week ten, week twelve. Let the man sit. Let his brain heal. This. Let his body rest, you know, come back to it, you know, and and just 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 reset him. And let's not try to go through this situation again. But like Earl said also, it has everything to do with contract, snaps, incentives. And then bottom line is, you know, if I'm a starter and there's somebody on my heels as the backup and they come in there and start performing, I never may ever get my spot back again. You know, so that's a lot of pressure for that individual player to sit there and think, you know, this is what's going on. So, a la, a la Tony Romo and uh, Dak Prescott, and now Dak Prescott with Cooper Rush. <laughs> exactly. Karma's a mug, ain't it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I, I get it on every side, but, you know, when it comes to concussion and CTE and all this type of stuff that the, the NFL is trying to mitigate, so to speak, and not try to to, to have too much spotlight uh, spotlight on all this sort of thing. 
Yeah, I think the Dolphins should really just kind of just take a step back and say, look to it, we'll pay you a contract. But, you know, we're going to sit you for a while. You're like, I don't care how good you think you may feel, but we're going to sit you. We're going to sit you to whatever. We'll just have to call the season a wash if it doesn't work out the way we want it to. And just kind of just reset it and start all over next year if that's what we need to do. And I think, I hope that's the approach that they're taking. We, I, I thought that we, uh, when you said week 10, I thought that that was a little bit, I, I'm not going to say I, I, what I'm saying is I could see also Miami not doing maybe week 10, but I think they would go a little bit early, maybe week six or seven. Um, I, I agree with you. Maybe week 10 would probably be ideal, but I think Miami also sees it as an opportunity where when he was healthy, that they had a good shot of being in that division. Um, a good chance of winning that division. Um, not saying that, you know, I think it was just between, right, quite frankly, I thought it was between Miami and Buffalo. So I think they're going with expectations that this could also be their year to win um, the division. So I could see them actually, as much as they they should give to it all the time in the world, I also see that fans also calling and Dolphins um, to also call for him to come back as well. Um, but they want to do it in the best position possible where he's in the best health possible. Um, but I could also, which is one of the reasons why I could see them doing a little bit earlier than week 10. Um, I think overall, I agree with both what you and Smooth said in regards to the concussion. Um, bottom line that he shouldn't have been out there. Um, bottom line is that some other people need to be held accountable. I don't think that they should just stop with the doctor um, firing in the doctor. I think some other people should be held accountable. And I think that the NFL should hold the Dolphins accountable as well to some extent. I don't know what they're going to do, but I think that they, the Dolphins need to be held accountable as well. Um, because quite frankly, at the end of the day, they allowed that to happen. Uh, so I think overall they need to be held accountable. But Quite frankly, I mean, the way things are going right now, I, I, I could see the NFL being a little bit more stiffer and when it comes to concussion protocols. Um, now, I don't know how stiff they will be, but I think this is a telling sign to strike while the iron is hot. And I guess that's where the Niles Hines situation came in, and they were so quick to pull him, and it was like, now nah, you're, done, you're done. You know, because they don't want to have similar situations uh, popping up every week. You know, so trust me, every team took notice what, what happened in Miami. And the, the slightest instance of somebody having some sort of issue, I guarantee you from this day forward for the rest of the season, they're going to get pulled regardless of who the player is. So you just hope that it's not your star player, your star quarterback, whomever it is, because well, whoever it might be is going to get yanked quick. And they really need to let the players know right off the bat that this is going to happen so that they are not like trying to fight their way to get back on the field. Mm. Like bottom line, they need to set the parameters now while the iron is hot, because if they do that, I think the players will be more, okay, I, we get on, we're on board. We understand what you're trying to do. You're trying to protect my, my health. And that's really what they should be focusing on, not on the bag itself and the the time of playing where eventually, you know, get the salary. Um, the, the health is more important at this stage. Yeah, they, they they definitely about securing that bag. I mean, it's a hefty oh, yeah. bag, though. It's, it's a hefty, hefty bag. bag. Yeah, I, I trust me, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Cause especially, 
um with the 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 um injury that happened last yesterday because I think he was he's the backup. So mm-hmm. if he goes down, like this opportunity was there for him. So I know he was trying to fight to get back because he wanted that opportunity and try to and keep that opportunity. It's yep. difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um we'll talk more about the NFL um going forward. Um we still have to pick our pick up our pick games. Um smooth. I, I know I'm gonna leave it up to you to try to pick what game is next. Um so <laughs> I, um, because I don't want to jinx anything where that's going on right now. <laughs> so I'm gonna let you stick to picking the game. Oh, oh, so in other words, uh, the loser has to pick the next week's game. <laughs> I didn't I'm say I'm with that. I'm with that. I didn't say that. But I mean, he picked last week, and you know, and uh, but and I, lost I, lost last, I, I, I lost that previous week too. So. You know, but, you, but but both of y'all agree. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. So let's move, uh, <laughs> let me. I mean, before we move on, oh, you know what? Let's um, while you're doing that, let's get the uh, NBA stuff out the way, um, real quick. Um, I know that it was something that um that you said that um was we wanted to talk about in regards oh. to that. NBA, oh, NBA, the, LeBron, I didn't, right? Yeah, because I didn't hear the situation about the LeBron and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar um, going back and forth. So, um, if you can enlighten me on that, or enlighten us on that, if you don't mind, Ace. Oh, me? Oh, okay. Uh, sorry. Um, so it's obvious that LeBron and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar don't see eye to eye. Uh, somebody in the media asked LeBron if, you know, he's about to pass and become the all-time scoring and if he's communicated with Kareem or anything like that. He was like, no communication. Next question. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, uh, LeBron being a Laker and Kareem being the ultimate Laker, um, there's some obvious uh, – I don't want to say there's no beef, but, you know, obviously there's, there's a dis- disconnect between the two if you want to go ahead and say that. And then obviously based, not even so much surmising with that, but just more so moving on and the Lakers playing a preseason game in Vegas with another squad. I forget who it might've been. Indiana, I think it might've been. Uh, because LeBron was praising some young rookie who's in the league right now and supposed to be taller than Rock. Oh, you're talking about Victor? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nah, he, he, he wasn't. He he's not in the NBA. He's gonna be the projected number one pick in this. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but he played in. I most likely he probably played in Vegas against the G League Ignite. Um, and there was a conversation between. It was really the. It was the game between him and the projected number two, um, person Scoop. I forgot his last name, um, but they were going head to head. So that's where a lot of the NBA players were there to see that game. Okay. Okay. So either way, after that, LeBron came out in Vegas and was like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it was a good game. Lakers still lost though. But um, yeah, the NBA needs to uh, go ahead and allow a team to play in Vegas. And oh yeah, because I'm LeBron, I think that I should, you know, try to own this team. 
and it started a big debate. And then that's when E put me on to what he heard Al, uh, Adam Silver say, because I didn't see it, but he heard it. So E, what did uh, Adam Silver come back and uh, say with that whole situation? Uh, well, I can't um, repeat, you know, word for word, but, you know, to, to summarize, he basically said that, you know, there's no, basically saying there's no discussions about having a team in Vegas now, if and when we will, you know, talk about that, you know, we may, but nothing now, basically, in my opinion, tell LeBron, when we get good and ready to put a team in, in Vegas, if we put a team in Vegas, we'll let you know. Right. And we'll also let you know if we think you will be able to own it or whatever group that you're going to have to assemble, um, mm -hmm. you know, to, to buy it. So, I mean, there's always been talk about teams that I know they definitely want to get a team back in Seattle, Vegas. You already got football, you got hockey. I mean, like I was joking with Ace, I don't know about baseball. You better get a dome because who wants to play in, in the summertime in Vegas baseball? I know I ain't going to be sitting out in no damn open stadium in Vegas watching no damn baseball game. But, um, I mean, I think it's an inevitable and basically, I guess, Adam Silver is kind of saying, yeah, 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 we have discussions, but we will determine, you know, at our set time, you know, when those things would, you know, occur. But he didn't say never. He just said that future plans are, but we're ready to do that. We'll do that. <laughs> so basically you was telling him to pump his brakes about all that talk. Um, yeah, pretty okay. much you're saying sit down, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. Got you. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, if anything, I can't, I get it from a Vegas standpoint because, of course, it will generate a lot of money. Vegas, I mean, the Aces just won the championship. Um, so that will definitely help benefit them. Um, but I, I, for some reason, I feel as though that Seattle is just long overdue. I mean, I'm not knocking, you know, either or would be, to be honest, wouldn't probably matter. But I think that Seattle is long overdue. And I think that a lot of people is really pushing. I know Sean Kemp, matter of fact, um, is still pushing for uh, a team in Seattle. So I think that that would be something that would be much more deserved. And I think that a lot of people would probably root for Seattle more so than Vegas, even though Vegas is the bigger draw. So... Um, but I didn't get all of the news, so I just wanted to get that. I, I, I didn't hear everything, so I just wanted to get your thoughts on that as well because, quite frankly, we could talk more about NBA going forth next week. I mean, right. preseason is here. Um, to be honest, I don't even want to talk about preseason. Um, it's oh, just can, <laughs> can, I, can I just be real quick? I don't know if y'all saw the, the the punch that rocked the, the Golden State world. <laughs> oh, but oh. man, man, my man Jordan Poole oh. needs, needs buckled like a mug. <laughs> oh, that, okay, all right, I, all right. Because I was like, "Yo, why are they punishing Draymond Green, and why is he the only person getting disciplined?" I didn't understand that until I saw the video. Now I'm like, "Oh yeah, nah, B, you definitely need to be disciplined for that." Like, like that was a straight up. <laughs> man, people was like, "Yo, I would still be fighting him right about now." Something like that. <laughs> Like, you know, how you just gonna just run up and sneak somebody like that? Like, but he get but, pushing, but you just like caught back and just caught him like that. I mean, but okay. I don't know. I, I I don't know what was being said, but I saw that video. But he just he just quietly walked up to him. I'd have been like, "Yo, <laughs> back up!" 
But yeah, but did you see his? But did you see his knees buckle though? And, and it's almost like Draymond punched him. His knees buckled, and then he cratered him down to the floor. He just cradled him, oh, helped him get down to the ground. <laughs> well, luckily, well, lu- luckily for him, he had the he had the um he, he had the wall right behind him, so he was. Oh able my to... God! Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That would have been a that's a floor punch. That's that punch that would you would have been on the floor, like. With yeah. quick, but all in all, like real quick, that, that I mean, like yeah, drink, there's no excuse for that. And even though you say you're sorry, right? Quite frankly, he, I think Jordan Poole deserves a, a punch back. <laughs> I mean, well, something like I, I think he deserved more than just a "I'm sorry" type of thing. Well, I, well, only thing I say about this is we don't know why and how the the altercation started. It's been speculation. But you catch me like that, or you catch anybody like that, you know, teammates or not, shit ain't ever going to be the same, man. No, nah, without all. question. Without question. And Which I guess you, Jordan Poole will be gone before Draymond. No. 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 You think, you think Draymond is gone? If, if they if, had to if, 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 Go ahead. <laughs> if they had to say, choose? <laughs> Draymond. Hmm. If they have to choose, Draymond. Like and ain't even like that's not even a second guess. Like that's like automatic. And it might still happen, and probably if something like that happens, it probably gonna happen until after this season. Yeah, but but every every great squad had an enforcer. Every great squad had an enforcer. No, that's true. Don't get me wrong. That's true. But my point, and real quick about it, is just the fact that when you do something like that. That I'm sorry is not enough for me. Sorry, and quite frankly, you gotta do whatever it takes to rebuild that. That that, and until I hear Jordan Poole say, "Nah, we good. We 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 dapped it up. We we talked about it, or whatever the case may be. We good." Then right now, everything there's tension. There's tension there, and it's just like with um DeAndre Ayton when he came when they first came back to um for media day, and DeAndre Ayton was like, "Um, how you are with the coach?" I haven't spoken to the coach all summer. I haven't spoken to the coach since the um, last game of the last season. Like, when you're in a position where you're saying that, like, you still got a lot of building that you have to make up, a lot of kissing. He said it. He said it's all business now. It, yeah, bottom I line. I ain't mad. It's all understand. business. I don't understand why, why people treat this like it's not business. But, you know, hey, it's all good. I, I hear you. I hear you. But, like I said, we could talk about the NBA down the road i i'm not even beat for nba right now um but before um are there anything else that i'm missing before we cut off um man get ready all right cool. baseball playoffs is going preseason basketball we got nfl coming nhl starting a couple weeks nba starting a couple weeks this is a great time to be alive to be a sports fan that's all i got to say. <laughs> That is true. And college basketball. College basketball about to kick off. Ah, true. That's also true. Huh? Um, and we can still talk about college football as well. So we do have a lot of stuff that we have to cover, um, which is one of the reasons why we have a weekly podcast show. This is dealing with sports. But before we go, um, Smooth, we still got to do our picking game. So if you can provide us with the the the, t- the, the game that we can pick. I'll go with the um the 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 marquee game at four twenty five Dallas Cowboys at the Los Angeles Rams. I got the Rams. 
Mm. You got Rams. the Rams. I have no, I have no reason or no rhyme or whatever. Rams. Cooper still, do. Cooper still quarterback in this game, right? Yeah, man. Cooper I mean, Rush. He doing, yeah, he ain't doing nothing spectacular that makes you want to sit there and say he could put up, stay up with the, uh, with the Rams. But Rams. Yeah, uh, to be honest, the way this season has been, everything has been topsy turvy, which is one of the reasons why I think Smooth made that pick with Tampa Bay, Kansas City. So I'm going to be opposite. I'm going to pick Dallas to win this game. Oh. Wrong pick there, my guy. <sighs> the Rams The Rams just got their, their asses beat by the 49ers badly. Mm-hmm. You think they're going to come out and drop an egg back to back? Hey. Hey. Mm-hmm. Any other season – like I said last week with Tampa with um Tom Brady, if it was Tom Brady any other season, I would choose them hundred percent. Choose him hundred percent. This season seems to be like just going crazy now. Jets are now two and two. I mean, <laughs> not, not knocking the Giants, but they're three and one. So True. at this point, everything is fugazi. It's very fugazi. <laughs> <laughs> But, and but, I'm a Giants but, fan. I'm just saying that three one is Fugazi. <laughs> that's just like how Ace was with San Francisco a couple of years back. So my point is that, that. <laughs> my point is is that it just seems like one of those seasons where the obvious choice is not the right choice. So I'm going to go with Dallas just to test this theory out. That's me. Respect. Respect. I I, I think I'm gonna go. With the Rams, I think this is game one of game two of where the Cooper Rush experiment might start to come back down to earth. I'm 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 tempted to say Dallas because I don't because they it, it looks shades of when Dak Prescott first came in and it was one of those games. Um, so I was on the fence, but I think I will lean with the Rams. Okay. All right, so we have our picks. Uh, Ace and Smooth, of course, they took the Rams, and I'm going out on my own by myself with the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I'm a hater the Dallas Cowboys win because they're going to be so absolutely obnoxious. And then if they go in to Philly and beat Philly, they're going to be even triple obnoxious. To be honest, when it comes to Dallas and Philly, I don't care because whoever they're both obnoxious, in my opinion. Fans are not a not, but the fans are obnoxious for me. Um, so it, it, when that comes down to it, we could definitely talk about that next week. But Kyle that, Murray, I need one from you this 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 Sunday. You got to give me one. Give me <laughs> just give me one, one. A lot of people just need one. a lot of people. <laughs> Because, quite frankly, last night's game was the most disappointing game I've seen in a long time. What, 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 we can talk it, about that later because there's, yeah, there's, there's some yeah, funny stuff yeah, that happened about that. I will say this. I will say this. Geno Smith right now is looking like Russell <laughs> in Seattle. I'm sorry. But, we'll t- yeah, I, 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 I give props. Oh. I'll give credit where credit is due. I'm sorry. He's definitely looking like that dude now. But we'll talk more about this next week. So, um, fellas, I don't know where they can find you at. You can find uh, me um, not in the field <laughs> at uh, J.E. Ross, the number seven, on Twitter, Snapchat, and the Gram. 
And you can find me on Twitter at CatDaddy1963. That's CatDaddy1963 on Twitter. It's getting chilly outside, so I'm, I ain't hanging out nobody's corner no more. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I am Al Qualls. Twitter and Instagram. I am Al Qualls. You can also catch guys talking sports. We are live on YouTube. We're live on Twitter. We're live on Twitch TV. We're live all over the place. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Appreciate all the love and support out there. Make sure um, that you subscribe to the podcast. Just search guys talking sports and we are there. Again, I'd like to thank you guys for checking us out. And until next week, as Smooth always says, same back time, same back channel. Everyone, God bless. Have a good one. Make sure you free Brittany Griner because she's still in Russia. So make sure you bring her home. And for everybody else, you know, have a good, safe, west, and blessed rest of the week. Until next time, we out.